What's, What's up? up? This is Draco. And this is Alicia. And you're now tuned in to OD, OD Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Period. Let's okay. talk about how we can't, you can't do shit for a bitch. Uh, <laughs> Kristen did ask. <laughs> you know. A lot of people be, be saying that quote because you be saying it. Listen, I get so like I promise you, uh, my friend Ricky literally just asked me to send him that video like four days ago. Huh? That's yeah. my part when she slap her leg, huh? Yeah, when it's when it's stomp. <laughs> I feel like I really bugged that video up because it ain't even that deep, but it was just. But it's so I like felt it. peculiar. I felt it. It's like, girl, it was the it was the beginning of the video that really got me because she was really mad as fuck, like. Her hair was, was flying on her head. Her hair was flying on her head. The way she was licking her lips before she started talking, she like, let's talk about how you can't do shit for a bitch. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Love that. sounds like one I'm of like, old school arguments between a couple, like uh, some neighbors or something. Love that. How's it going? How's your weekend? Man, my week is, it's not okay. Well, let me not say it's not okay. It is, it's okay. Um, I did have a funeral yesterday. No, was that yesterday? It was Sunday. Dang. Sunday, yeah. The holiday flew by. Yes, I did attend a funeral and I, um, you know, I just realized, and this is, this is why I don't like to announce things that I'm working on. You know, it was a year ago that I had even started planning for my second podcast. And where is it? I got so darn busy with life. I had I even announced it. So um, I just, I guess. Yeah, I, I kept that in the back of my mind the other day when I was explaining to you that you had other stuff to work on. Okay, first of all, he was without seeing cast first thought. Okay. So besides that, you know, I, I, I feel like I, I just, I'm just trying to do, I'm trying to quit working. I'm trying to quit working. So I've just been reading it to all. Are you? <laughs> well, I work a lot so I can have a lot of money. And then I'm going to use that money to start working. So I really have been, you know how people be like, oh, we can start a business. I don't want to start a business. I want to move into a working a working movement. So I've just been researching a lot of different stuff that I can do. Like, man, I've been looking into franchising. I've been looking into like acquiring small businesses. It's just like, and it's not, the thing is, I think a lot of people and myself included, they kind of want to not have to do any of the labor. And I'm okay with doing some labor, but I really just want something that I am going to enjoy. So I need somebody to help me because I've never been an entrepreneurial mind person. I never wanted to. But now that I'm older, I'm just like, bro, I'm not doing data for the rest of my life. I'm going to do it, but not for the man. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I've been going. Yeah. I've been doing a lot of research. I got so many tabs open on my computer. It's really disgusting. Um, so that's really what's been going on. Um, just been thinking about my birthday and, you know. How is this going to be just like, well, my birthday last year was amazing, but I mean, as far as like outside the house, but that's yeah. it. I don't mean to complain about stuff that I should be grateful for, but that is what I'm complaining. You just speaking your mind, queen. Per. That's all you doing. Thank you. Thank you for enabling uh, me. You know what I realized recently? It's a lot of people that are not likable. They're not cool. They're not nice people, but they're going to always have people around them that are going to rephrase or redescribe what they did to make them feel okay with it. And that's the problem. They enable them. They yes men. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yeah, they be like, true. you ain't mean no harm, friend. You just thought, no, you're dead wrong. Mm-hmm. I agree. They need to be told that. Somebody who, well, one of the topics I want to talk about today has something to do with somebody who has enabling fans. Um, but we're, we're going to talk about me first. Okay. Um, <laughs> so this past weekend, I went to Arizona to visit um, one of my clients who is a friend. She invited me out. She was like, you know, I really want you to come visit. I was talking about Arizona, how like I really want to go there. And honestly, I didn't want to go. Um, I just came back from Mexico and I feel like I spent a lot of money. And I haven't been in a good mind space here in LA because I'm going to be honest, I just feel kind of lost. Like, I don't know where to start. That's how I feel. Like, it's like, where the fuck do I start with this? Mm-hmm. Because, I, I mean, I moved during the holidays. I kind of had to rush to move at the last minute because it was so much going on. Now that I'm here, I don't feel comfortable with working or doing things out of my home like I intended on doing um, because I don't have the furniture or you know i don't have the equipment that i need mm-hmm. um and then on top of that i i am i'm new to having credit so now i have four 
for credit cards. And I know that's what I'm supposed to be using it for is to, mm-hmm. you know, get things that I actually need, but I still be kind of nervous to use my damn car, but I'm, I'm, I've overcome that. I'm like, you know what? Use it for everything. Yeah. I, I mean, clearly. So I'm, <laughs> I, I've been using it, um, you know, just getting things for my apartment or whatever. So anyway, anyway, um, the trip to Arizona was all expense. So I'm like, I don't know why I'm complaining. I just don't like to be away from home because that could be time that I could be used working. But realistically, I'm just not in the headspace to even do that where I wasn't. Now, I don't know what's in Arizona air. I don't know. But Stan. I've, 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 <laughs> I've come to the realization that, um, one, I really love nature. Like, I, I, I think I always knew that, but I think that Arizona really, really made me aware of how much I am just in love with being in nature or just seeing certain things that I haven't seen before. And I think I've been accustomed to it because of me living in the South and living in Atlanta. We got a whole bunch of trees. We got animals. I know. But you go it's out like, west, you be shook for real. Even just in California, yeah. the mountains. Yeah. Like every day, that every time I leave downtown, um, I'm literally shook just looking at stuff like, damn, I really live here. Like mm-hmm. I say that probably six times a day. But um, Arizona really, really um, put things in perspective for me as far as like um, having a little time to just think about stuff that I want to do, um, how I'm going to approach um, this new environment, um, the things that I'm going to do that I'm that I can do. And it's just, I just overthink a lot of stuff because I have so many resources. I know so many people and I know that I could easily reach out and just be like, Hey, I want to do this. And, you know, and I know that it can go up from there, but I think that you overthink stuff sometimes, overthink things so much sometimes that it just kind of scare you out of doing it. But I will say that just being outside, you know, I got to see, I went to Sedona. That's it was so far. Oh my God, from Phoenix, it was probably like a two and a half hour drive. That ain't that far, but I feel you. It was traffic. Yeah. So it took about like two and a half hours, and we were on a Sprinter. I'm. I had this. I sat in the back because I'm a badass child, and I need. I I don't need to do that no more because I couldn't go to sleep on it because it was so bumpy. But once we got there, um we all like took an edible and we just explored through nature. That was the first time I ever did ATVs without- I went right a... back to the back of that sprint and went to sleep. Oh, I, um, that was the first time we I've ever done ATVs without a guide. So we literally had like a digital map and we had to just ride through the mountains ourselves. And it was the most coolest thing. Like just to, like I really just felt free and just relaxed and just that was the highlight of my weekend like I did have fun um they wanted they wanted to go out to clubs and stuff honestly I didn't really have fun at the club I'm kind of over that but I will say that that was the highlight of my weekend and then I just spent the rest of my trip just in my room um I did kind of walk downtown I explored like a food truck park which was fire because the food truck part that I, that I used to go to in Atlanta, it was cool. But the one that I went to in Arizona, I mean, they had everything. They had everything. The music was was nice. The area was nice. Um, I had, like, toured a few um, buildings. I don't want to move there or nothing. But um, I've never seen container apartments or like container oh really buildings i never really like saw they, them before. it's a few around the city but you might not even know that's what it is i enjoy myself I, um i do feel like i got sick from the food in sedona we had ate at this mexican restaurant oh my god that was another thing too the the native people out there like it's insane the features and the way they look their hair their style like yeah, everything, even the black around. people. Yeah. Like I was like, whoa, like y'all, like you can tell, like oh, it was just very interesting to me. That's what that's one thing that I always do when I visit different places, I always people watch. And when I came to LA and I was just like, before I moved and I was looking around, I noticed that a lot of the Mexican people here, they look different from the Mexican people that I'm used to seeing in Atlanta. So in my head, 
the Mexican people in Atlanta are like, thing. yeah. And I, in my head, I'm like, they look like Mexican people, or what I would think Mexicans would look like. But in LA and in Arizona, they actually look like Native Americans. Like they all look. Well, you like, know why? But um, now I'm back home, and I feel better. Like I feel so much better. Like my ear has unclogged. I don't know if I, uh, if I, y'all remember, but my right ear has been bothering me for like almost two weeks. Um, and I've been trying to find like an urgent care to go to so that I can get it looked at and like cleaned out or whatever needs to be done. Cause I literally couldn't hear out of my right ear up until about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> like what I just do you think, sick. oh, cause, oh, cause this, and this is from several weeks. So initially it was my left ear. So that happened, that went on for about six days and then I got it clear. So when I flew to Mexico, it switched to my right ear. Oh, no, 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 It was before Mexico, but it switched to my right ear. So the whole time I was in Mexico, I couldn't hear out of my ear. And this whole week, I couldn't hear. Went to Arizona, couldn't hear. Like, up until 20, 20, 20 or 25 minutes ago is when it popped. I popped it. Yeah, I would definitely see if you can get somebody to look into that. I mean, do you think your ears might be clogged with wax or something? Um, my friend, Devin, he's a flight attendant. He said that um, this recently happened to him, which was crazy. It happened to him like two months ago. So when he went to, when he went to um, the doctor, they used like a water gun thing and like mm-hmm. literally clean his ear out and it drained everything. So he said that what happened was he cleaned his ears too much and it was pushing the wax in his ear. So I'm sure that's probably what's going on with me. And he said that he has these wire things that they recommended he buy from the store. They're like little Mm -hmm. wires. Like thin enough Um, to slide around the wax. Yeah. And then I also bought some wax melts. So you're supposed to drop it in your ear. It melt the wax and it has a suction cup and it sucks it out. Mm. That shit didn't even work. I'll draw the line there. Yeah, I clean my ears a lot and it's really unhealthy. And I always almost tap my eardrum. So I know I ain't backed up in there, but I I had to literally, I haven't even bought more Q-tips because I'm like detoxing. I, I do it a lot because I got the um, AirPod Pros mm-hmm. and that's so embarrassing when I be on a plane and I see people open the AirPod case and it got a whole bunch Ooh, of dirt in there. It's so like, disgusting. It's disgusting. So I just be clean. I clean my ears like every time I know I'm about to leave that like, I just wet it. I wet it in the shower and just do it. Or I just do it on the way out the door. I just, I don't know. But as of now, we in it clear as of 20 minutes ago. But I'm going to still go get it checked out. Yeah. I'm going to still go get it checked out just to, you know, just to make sure I'm good. Because that was the most uncomfortable thing. Imagine somebody in your face. And I'm like, huh? Wait, is it my turn to Black Business of the Week? It sure is. I'm I running think. out of options. Y'all ain't. I'm just kidding. Let me stop. Oh, you know what? Let me. Now, I haven't picked up my product yet, but I'm going to make my Black Business of the Week be the Christopher Kyle. Oh, period. Um, Draco actually, so I hit Draco up and I had wanted to go to this particular person to get a wig made. And uh, he was like, nah, I don't go to that person because they be doing this now. And you know what? I'm picky. People really do trust my uh, advice on my reviews and the people I patronize. I ain't going outside, especially when it costs this much money. So anyway, he suggested to me the Christopher Cow, who I reached out to him. I sent him an email. He was very professional. Even on his bio, he got his schedule on when he answered emails. He Honestly, he really responded outside of his business hours, and it was a holiday. But I'm not telling y'all that, so y'all can do the same thing. They expect the same thing. I'm just telling you, like, dang, okay, cool. But um, one thing about me, I am very organized and detailed when I communicate I put out all the things that I might have a question about all the things I might expect just so we can get all the information up front later down the line is no confusion I try to eliminate that but yeah he had all the information he asked for my head measurements the color the dimensions the length blah, blah 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 I mean all everything you can think of and so I just really appreciate it because some business people you reach out to them and they'll be I literally okay I was looking for a realtor for this thing that I'm trying to do I reached out to a few different people. I reached out to one girl. I said, hi, my name is such and such. I'm looking to get a property in this state. I've done this before, so I'm pretty familiar. All I need is this. I gave her all that. Just like I said, it was like a paragraph. Guess what she replied? Do you have a lender? Not high. 
thank you for reaching out to me i'm happy to help nothing like that and she has a lot of followers so you know i uh, i tried to align that with experience but then i reached out to this other girl who's very new has not been selling houses that long was very detailed gave me a list of her suggested lenders gave me um telling me how i could probably go even lower than my budget and still get what i'm looking for connecting me with her, her her broker i mean really on point i'm like I'm gonna go with her because even if even if she sold one house to me she understand what, what my communication style and I would rather put someone in her pocket versus this other girl who's gonna rely on I guess popularity I don't like that so anyway back to Christopher Kyle I feel like I said Kyle so I um I see him on dimensions he um his wig turnaround time is like six to eight weeks it's only been like maybe two three weeks my wig already ready um, I do have one more that um, I'm going to get him to make, but I haven't paid for it yet because he haven't sent no invoice, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but he's just really professional. He's funny. Um, he's organized. And his social media is really clean. I hate when people have a whole lot of posts and the stuff that just be all over the place. But anyway, I just want to shout him out. Um, his Instagram is Kyle. I'll put the information in the episode notes. And his website, you can buy. He has like one of ones, which basically are already made wigs. One of the ones I got was that. And then he also sells raw um, Indian hair bundles and he can also make custom wigs. So if there's a style that you want, particularly he can do that for you. But I think that his, to me, for the quality of hair and these wigs, the prices are more than reasonable. Cause I feel like when I looked at how much it would cost me to buy the bundles and make my own wig, which is what I normally do, maybe another hundred dollars, hundred fifty. Yeah. He make the wig. So anyway, yeah. I just want to share that, shout him out. And uh, yeah. That's the black biz of the week. Yes, I um I've been on Chris for about I've been on Chris for about six years. And we met on Instagram, but he used to come to Atlanta a lot and take classes from a lot of hairstylists. He took class from the the top hairstylists in Atlanta. I mean everybody. He took classes with Alonzo, um, uh, BK loves me, Chi Chi. Onyx, like anybody that I think that can do hair like amazing. And I feel like what he did was he didn't, he came down here, he learned from them and he made it his own. Like he just merged everything and then put his own twist to it and then made his own. Cause I feel like at this point, in my opinion, TT is like one of the number one stylists in Atlanta because of how versatile she is with her hair, her hairstyles and like everything like that. And anybody who take a class, they do hair like her. Because I think Alonzo honestly does hair like her. Um, or similar to her. But that's neither here nor there. But I, I just remember him wanting to do hair. And he was working at damn post office. He was For the mailman. seven years. I was on his live last night. Yeah, he, he was the post office. So um, he ended up just leaving the post office and just started doing hair. I mean, immediately blew up. Like, that's fine. I mean, like... Normally, he had that skill. people have those like he he always did hair, but he would do it like after work or something. He wouldn't mm-hmm. do it professionally, but then like he started taking clients, and then boom, like he literally quit, and I mean instantly just blew up in Baltimore. And I'm like, you need to be in Atlanta because can't nobody do no hair like you. Yeah, he did. Like, his it's so looks soft. Really good. Like for real, it's, his installs are just really clean. It's soft, like his hair is like it just looks natural like he can really do hair like i've in my opinion i'm like you can really do hair but yeah, um, he can and i i was i was telling him i was like honestly after seeing the the pictures of hair on your page now when i go to other people's page i don't even like the quality of their hair like is that now you know i always been an advocate for mink brazilian when it comes to brazilian hair i'm gonna always go with mink but that indian hair is so thick and it's just so natural looking but i have gone to other people's page who make units and do hair and i'm like that hair look cheap and they charging yeah. the same thing if not more so to me he definitely i'm de- i mean i'm gonna have i'm gonna probably have several weeks for him like every flavor every flavor yeah. for sure now i don't know if i'm gonna be able to have time to get him to do my install but um i'm definitely if he keep if he's if the the service that he's providing me is how he always is he can always and I, you know, I always, I ain't nobody, I think I've had one wig, two wigs made by somebody else before, but out of the 30 I got, I made them all myself, honey, I will pay, <laughs> I will pay the extra coin for that quality of hair and the, the, um, the quality of the wig. It looks good. So anyway, that's how I feel. That's how I feel about my haircuts. 
Yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. All right. Yeah. All right. So let's. Oh, on this week, uh, on this week's episode of Draco and I got no barber in LA. Um. So I found a barber, y'all. Found one, right? Um. He hasn't cut my hair yet, but he cuts hair. I don't know if I said this before, but I'm gonna say it again. He cuts hair like my barber in Atlanta, like very identical. I'm like, you know what? This is where I want to go to. Um. I tried to book an appointment with him, so I said, let me just text him first before I book the appointment just to make sure, you know, um, just to make sure, because I know this is going to be a last minute appointment. This man said he will move to LA to February 7th. <gasps> Hold on, can we please, first of all, let me tell you something, because sometimes I go on Instagram and I use Atlanta stylist to find a hairstylist. If you, bro, if you live in Nashville, you're not an Atlanta stylist. I don't care if you came to Atlanta. I hate that people do that. And I get it gets your engagement, but it's literally a waste of time to be using that hashtag and you can't actually service clients. Now, I know there are some people who come to Atlanta every couple months, but you're not an Atlanta stylist. You're not. It's so frustrating because I see way more out of town and stylists than locals. And a lot of locals don't even use the hashtag. So it's just like, I need y'all to stop doing it. It's false advertising. See, what's even worse is that I found him on Style Seat under the Los Angeles location. Oh, my God. Oh, my so, God. And look at him. Still what's don't have a barber. On his side, he probably don't even look at that as tribal. He look at it as like, ooh, I already got the man. No, you don't. Because now I don't move on. Yeah. So ooh, you might want to get away from Christopher Kyle. Might as well. Um, <laughs> in a minute, I'm about to just invest in my own barber products and just cut my own hair, to be honest. I mean, I've you should. I've watched YouTube videos. Like... You should. I, I think that could be a great... I just, I don't... I know lineups and cuts are a skill, but I think that um, you you know how you want your stuff to look. Just If you could just do at least a little basic taper, just let it grow from there. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I would, I would be fine with it. It's just I need to learn how to use the tools because... I'm a makeup artist. I draw lines and fade and out every day. Yeah, that's the to same be thing. honest. Yeah, no, I feel that. You got the hand. Just like people who know the flat iron real good. All right, so let's get into shop talk. So I want to talk about um, Jada and Lil Baby. You know, Happy. nothing happened personally. Yeah, they back together, basically. That's what happened. So that's really? obviously. Yeah, you ain't been. Listen, let me tell you something. So let me backtrack. So obviously, Lil Baby embarrassed Jada so many times on social media and public whatever the case is and she took him back a couple times but then i think after the porn star thing she left him for good or for good at the moment and then you know whatever they broken up it appears that she's just single and free and then little baby is seen with sweetie and then jada does his interview with hollywood unlock and basically was like we can get back together. We just need to have a conversation. She didn't say that literally, but that was basically what she was saying. Because I'm pretty, to me, this is my assumption, okay? If I'm Jada, if I had this great relationship with this man I love, not great, because he obviously embarrassed you, but I see him with another girl, I'm going to get a little jealous. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to be like, nah, because in, in real life, I wouldn't be jealous. But if I'm a celebrity, I feel like you can't avoid those details, those updates. To me, when I break up with somebody, it's out of sight, out of mind. So I won't even know what they got going on to even have jealousy. But as somebody like Jada, you got fans tagging you, commenting, DMing you, interviews, and all this other stuff. So now you get to see this man play by play. You can't avoid it. He got the biggest songs. He the biggest rapper, biggest, 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 biggest. He got four pockets full. So you see him with Sweetie, you probably like, that's the best you can do. No shade. Sweetie's a pretty girl, but I think Jada's gorgeous to me. So anyway, um, for Christmas, Jada got this brand new car. I forgot what kind of car it was, but it was nice. And you know, people was like- Rolls Royce colony. Oh, okay, there we go. Rolls Royce. And people were like, oh, baby. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. And then yesterday, or maybe it was the day before, she posted this hotel room with these flowers. It was actually, I used to, I usually, usually say the flowers on the floor in the hotel room is corny, but the way little baby did it, I'm like, oh, this is nice. Anyway, fast forward to today, they post a picture and she's like in some man's arm. Like she jumped up in his arms and all you can see is his pants and some rings. Definitely going to little baby page, see the same ring, same pants. Anyway, I say all this say when I seen this post, I'm like, that's her business. It was always her business, but I really be feeling a way about girls that get humiliated like this and keep going back. But clearly, she probably really enjoys how he treats her. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is very weird, but she probably has 
a bond with him. I mean, for one, they have a they kid a together. Child. Yeah, they have a kid together. So don't that date men with kids. Definitely... Number one, don't have these men kids. I tell you this all the time. Yeah, so it's like you got soul ties to this guy, but it's so it's just effed up because. He also has another kid, and it's like, do you be doing her that way too? Which I feel probably like he probably does. I used to be dragging it. <laughs> yeah, she's just weird. She a, she a little weird. Jada kind of little less on the radar, but and if you compare yeah, I mean, the two, I mean, he was with Aisha way before the fame. Not saying that he wouldn't have emotion because he was having emotion, but he wanted Jada. You know, I, Jada just has always been established. Not no shade to Aisha, but she was dancing, and people might not look at it as like a boss in some aspects when you compare it to like a literal millionaire yeah um but you know i don't know i don't understand it's not for me to understand power more power to her i, I wish her the best honestly really, like seriously i really do because i feel I just like hope that he doesn't just, embarrass you again seriously i genuinely hope not because i think that they're a cute little power couple if you want to call them that but that's yeah. why i draw the line um yeah, that's all I got to say about that. It's just, I hope that it works out. I hope this is what you really want to do or y'all, but at the end of the day, it's not my business. It's not. But I'm going to move really on. A little to bit her, of our business because y'all posting it. But. Yeah, but even still. I have, I can have my words, but it's still in my business. It's nothing I could do. Um, and I literally, you got, I got more action and I, I'm over here in my bed and I got the headboard from Wayfair. <laughs> okay. And I got so, a new bed coming from Walmart. I'm moving on. <laughs> I'm gonna be uh so next is her Instagram cousin Ari. Um oh boy. Oh boy. So it's a few things with Ariana Fletcher. Ooh, so Ari um Ari got on on a radio station the other day and she was She's on Power 105 with Nyla, uh, Nyla Simone. See, I don't be knowing the radio stations. She's a but young she DJ. Was That's just trying to do a little damage control. She's been on the and media tour, yeah. It's not working. Um, <laughs> it's not going to work. Because I think what it is with her is that she wants to be looked at as the realest bitch. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that went out the window when she started lying about her surgeries at one point. Oh, my God. And so... <laughs> I think that from that moment, from that moment for me, it's like, we don't trust you. We live in an age where like people who are in the media and who are the public eye on that side of the spectrum, mm -hmm. they all have that body and they all want that look, that certain look. And it's like, it's no point in even lying about if you had surgery or not because one day you look like this and one day you don't. We know you did something. We're and like surgery or not, it literally doesn't really matter. I think it's like you said, it's the line. It's like you say yeah. you had it doesn't really negatively impact you. Yeah. And Especially if it looked good because I think in general, her shape is really nice. Now, close up. Could yeah, be like her, her, her legs good. and stuff. I feel bad for her because I feel like she can't wear no real clothes. Anytime she try to wear real clothes, it just doesn't work. Like, but that's, I'm not here to do that. <laughs> um, so, anywho, she was trying to do a little damage control, basically saying that she's starting a nonprofit for domestic violence and um, battered women, stuff like that. And it is entirely too soon for that because I don't feel like she's done enough to prove that she's learned her lesson. Like you haven't done anything. Cause at the end of the day, this is just like, Oh, let me just throw money in these people's pockets in this organization, just so that I can clear my name for this because I'm losing money. And I, I knew that something was going to come out of that because out of all the deals that people have on, like from these companies, I've heard that Rihanna pays the most. From every client, oh, they like Rihanna. It. And the quality is the best. Yeah, that's why Rihanna required them to get a photo shoot done, get y'all makeup done, get y'all hair done. It can't be no fashion of I'm on the elevator with a two-piece, fresh face. No, it's not giving it. Now that I think yeah. about it, Fenty has... Dang, Rihanna, that girl. She is that girl. Yeah. Yeah. Why is she that girl? I, I just wish she had more male um, influencers 
but, but that's neither here nor there. We'll, that, we'll, get, we'll get there one day. But um, Riri, I got a yeah. professional camera and I know photographers and I'm about to have a real nice wig. <laughs> Call her. Call us. Okay. Hello. Um, but yeah, I just, I just honestly feel like that it's too soon for that. I just feel like she hasn't done enough to prove that she's done her lesson. And the way that she even presented it on the, from what I, the little piece of the interview that I heard, it was, wasn't even convincing at all. It was not. It wasn't. It wasn't. And also, might I add, because she was also on Lip Service Podcast, let me add two notes about that. So I listen to Lip Service. I've listened to every single episode ever. So when I saw they posted the episode with Ari, I was like, oh, I got listed it because she clearly is on a media tour. This is the third interview of hers that I don't see. Yeah. So they had posted the episode. I listened to it. I had 20 minutes left and then it stopped playing. They had took the episode down. Now, up until this point, I had heard a lot of stuff. They put it back up a couple hours later and the episode was definitely shorter. Definitely a few things they took out, which was weird. Like the stuff they took out was when she first met him and how she met him. I'm like, they somebody must have lied. I don't know. It's, and I hate to sound like, because you know, fans be doing conspiracies and stuff, but I'm somebody who listens to hundreds of podcasts a month. So I know I ain't tripping. Yeah. But, um, not hundreds. Let me, <laughs> a lot. It's like three or four podcasts a day. So I don't know how y'all added up. But anyway, they took out that part about that and then they, um, it was something else. I think they took out the part where Angela Yee gave into detail about Cardi's B lawsuit against um, Tasha K. She actually had explicitly <laughs> said what it was about and then they took that part out. I'm like, yeah. Because when she said, I'm like, now why would she repeat what the girl said? But on the new version, it wasn't on there. And I listened to it from beginning to end because I don't play by podcast. I like to hear something. But anyway, but yeah, I agree. I do, Like you said, the one that she had on the Alice Simone show was not convincing. And one, the reason why I brought the Angela Yee thing is she said that that was something that she's doing with Fashion Nova, which to me is probably something Fashion Nova is doing. Yeah, yeah, I saw, yeah she did. She said that. It was someone fashion over. I'm like, girl. Anywho, yeah, second part. She, she claims that she was supposed to do it for Christmas, but she had COVID. Yeah, yeah. Either way, honestly, let me just backtrack too about that. The domestic violence thing is really wild to me, the stuff she said, because she's literally a domestic violence victim. Like, there's an actual YouTube video of her on the steps in her home here crying about G Herbo putting his hands on her. And yeah. then Rihanna is a victim. It's just, it's just so crazy. And I know she's gotten a lot of fame for just being herself, which is amazing, truth be told. But it's just really wild to go through something like that publicly and not have any, like, compassion. And I think, like you said, she want to be really real. And I think that deep down, she might be a cool girl. But she definitely has a lot. Like, I've seen this tweet that said that she didn't have any redeeming qualities. Now, I think that's kind of harsh to say about somebody you don't actually know. But it does come off that way. Like, she's just soup. She's just not humble. She's like, you need to say the whole tweet. Huh? She, she don't, you need to read, you need to say, I don't even remember. Thing. I just remember that redeeming because I always say people don't have redeeming qualities when they're a trash person. Said that, it said, honestly, Ariana Fletcher doesn't have any redeeming qualities outside of having a fat ass. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I just feel like she is one of those people. Like, I mean, and this is from what I said. She's just, I don't like, like, for example, if you not to compare, but if you look at Jada, she could be a trash person. We do not know. But when it comes to the public eye and how she's making her money, it does not come up. Besides her clothing line tobacco, aside from that, people, she's really been a nice girl. And I know she's had some drama in her younger years, but she's managed to clean that image up. Now, Ari, who was a bit older than her, always going off on her fans, talking about how they broke. When these are the people that gave you money, I think that's really crazy. But, you know, it's, I guess somebody got to be the, uh, the, the villain. Yeah. But that sucks that it, it that's just bad. Hey, I'm just listening. Yeah, she took it from Drea, she took it from ours, she took it from another. I think if you have a brand and you solid on what your company motto and standards are, you should absolutely snatch people's bags. Nobody's entitled. It's a, it's a right to work campaign, baby. Mm-hmm. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. <laughs> so on the second part, tight, that they she, doing all they can to recover because they ain't doing that like that they used to. She um she was in the media again today for um posting the photo and she had a knot on her head. So everybody is assuming that she is be once again a victim of. Hold on, wait violence. a minute, what? So that's why I brought that up because I'm like, not only did you do that, but now it's like she has a knot on her head and people <gasps> trying to figure out how does she get it. Wait, um, I'm looking at it. <gasps> why would she post that? 
I don't know. Y'all, okay, so there's a picture on the neighborhood talk. Maybe I'll put in the episode notes if it's not deleted by the time y'all see it. But it's a picture, it's an edited picture of her, like an actual photo, good quality photo. And she has a knot on the right side of her head. Oh my God. But I, what people automatically assume money back. I wouldn't assume he did it either. She could have gotten into a fight, but it still is kind of crazy to post it. And then she posted a new video showing that it ain't there. But girl, the video, why would that hump be in the picture? So what? Okay. Oh my God. Oh my God. This is crazy. Yeah. So Somebody said, girl, is that a knot on your head? Somebody said, not in the mood for the BS. All right. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Then this video she posted, it's not even the same outfit. So how are we supposed to know that? Okay, anyway, all right. And that's sad. <laughs> I guess she said that's the same wig, child. Yeah, okay, but that's a middle part bust down with baby hair. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. I and I can't even use that she's young because she's done, she ain't nothing but a few years away from being 30. It I just everybody ain't gotta be likable, but I feel like she does not do a whole lot to make herself likable but she tries to paint the picture as if she is even her friends the people that she be around they kind of be on the same thing yeah mm. but you know who am i i live in a two-bedroom condo that i ain't paid for yet i don't own no acres and my man ain't rich <laughs> i'm broke my car from 2018 my housing two old French braids, and I'm recording on a MacBook Pro without the charger plugged in. <laughs> Who are me to judge? What is wrong with you? Like, I ain't, I'm bro. I ain't got no room. I hope she pray for me. I could use it. I need Iris prayer. <laughs> oh God. Anyway, um, okay. So I want to talk about Pastor Wide Hips, <laughs> aka Michael Todd from that church in Oklahoma. Let me say something. Okay, so I have always. So before I found my, I don't really say, I can't really say I have a go-to church. I do have a go-to church, but I don't be going to church. You know, I go to church online. I have gone a couple of times in person, but that's been, I can count on one hand since, since um, the pandemic. Um, so when I discovered Michael Todd, maybe about a year or two ago, I liked his personality. I was like, okay, because I was really looking for that modern church vibe. I wanted somebody who I can kind of relate to, but I can receive, can teach the message in a way that I can. Because when I think back on the church I grew up in, a lot of the pastors are all seniors. It's the same pastors from when I was a kid. And so they just don't really reach me the way I would like to be reached when it comes to religion. And so, but after a while, he just was giving me, like Pastor Todd, Mike Todd was giving me very like gimmicky vibes just trying to be like just very social media and i know that's the way right now and that's how you reach people but to me it doesn't come off as very authentic also these mega church pastors maybe it was used you might have been passionate about it at one point but you getting that check in addition to that he is shaped like a coke bottle he got hips he thick he look like ari so anyway pastor mike todd had a sermon yesterday and uh, long story short, his brother was on the stage and he spit, he hawked into his head. I'm literally nauseous I, trying to explain. I cut the video off on that part. Listen, I hate, I, I swear to God, y'all, I did everything I could to avoid watching this video because it was up and down my timeline. But, um, and, and I hate spit, I hate stuff. I hate when people spit. It literally makes me sick. And I, and I swear that's always been the guy. I remember Chris used to spit a lot when we was little and I used to hate that junk. Oh my God. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> I was looking at a breakfast club. Angela Yee does a rumor report and she covers this story. And I'm like, all right, let me see. Because I clearly can't avoid this video. Let me see what's going on. That's typically what happened. When I try to avoid a video on social media, Angela Yee always covered. And I like the breakfast club. I like Angela Yee. And so I watched it. So anyway, well, y'all, when I, I am 32 and a half years old, 32.99. And I said yucky for the first time since I was two because it was yucky. It was disgusting. Y'all, this man literally hawked. Think of having a chest cold and you cough all that slime up. And not only did he put it in his brother's face, he, I'm, 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 I can't, I can't even get it out. He literally smeared it over his, I swear to God, I'm about to throw up. I'm not even joking. All right, let's move past that. It was so freaking disgusting that I promise you three or four hours later, I am still nauseous. I literally had 
gunk in my throat i couldn't even swallow it because that's how disgusting it makes me feel when i see spit it's disgusting and then he goes on the uh, social media to apologize but it was so carefree that he didn't even like he was like yeah i went too far yeah (laughs) sorry guys i wish you watched the whole message f the message that's out the window it was just so disgusting and i just hate my thing is like i said like he even said sometimes he does out of the box things to get a message across and to me it's just you couldn't have thought that that would even the audience reaction this is your brother oh i'm sick so anyway i said all to say is like it's hard to find a good pastor <laughs> i say all that to say it was so freaking disgusting and i just i hate the people I doing can't even, media. yeah i don't I don't even want to look like. Don't I please, please listen. Don't I? I'm not. I swear I'm not gagging for fun. I can't even control it. I can't even control it. I'm literally disgusted. Oh God! I, and the thing is, I stopped watching him. I stopped liking his content. He made a bit. He was preaching one day about divorces, and this man went on to say that you shouldn't divorce a man because he hit you. I had to draw the line. He need to begin. His, he need his fancy um pro, uh comp, partnership revoked before he even get it. Don't know who he is. Don't want to know who he is. He's disgusting, and he needs to be canceled and also um thrown in jail. That's a song. He got wide hips, and he made me say yucky today. Disgusting. Um. Anyhow. Next, the next convo, we're taking it back. Well, I'm a, I wanted to talk about um, a conversation that came up on social media this past weekend, um, which was brought up because of, once again, the controversial Big Lotto. So um, this past weekend, Mulatto, it's a, I, I actually sent you this hairstylist, Slayology. Slayology on Instagram, she um, is a hairstylist in Atlanta, and she specializes specializes in tape-ins on black women um and also because those are really popular right now Mm tape-ins and like just micro links and stuff like that you know like the more natural hairstyles that are still extension so i tried to book with her when i thought i wanted micro links and she was just only doing lessons i'm like all right well yeah she cut off her books sometimes um like because she be getting two books i know another stylist that do that too um, but so over the past weekend, she did Mulatto's hair. Um, and I guess, you know, Mulatto sometimes wears her red hair. We all her know that her Lotto. hair is long. <sighs> Alyssa. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> she did her hair. And so um, I'm trying to find the post, which I had right here. Um, she did her hair and she she got tape-ins or whatever, but her hair is already long, but mm-hmm. she got a little bit more, more, more added density, to it or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And so it started up a conversation on TikTok, oh, basically, right. because um, people were saying that they, they had arguments about, um, oh, her hair is only long because she's mixed and her oh, hair is only because she's mixed. So people started to argue the fact like, oh, hair length has nothing to do with race. One is not better than the next. Let's embrace each other no matter the length or the race. Like that just really started an argument. And this just goes to show that people never really acknowledge the racism in against each other in the black community. Because yeah, for one, you know what I'm saying? Like y'all begged this girl to change her name. Begged her. Because it was offensive. She did. And now all of a sudden she can't wear her real hair out. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? And show her hair online because it's going to offend people because now y'all saying that, you know, regard, let me just tell you something. We, as we, we just have to learn to take care of our hair. Our hair as black people, we Very come sensitive. in about 600 different styles of black. Let's mm-hmm. just say that. So it's different ways that you can take is that you're supposed to take care of your hair. I started to grow my hair out when I was in sixth grade, and my hair started to grow fast. But once I got to high school, it had a standstill, and it was because my mama was using 
certain products on my hair and um, to keep it healthy that she was using as a kid from her grandma mm. and or her her mom and that wasn't how that was supposed to go because now that I'm older and I'm like okay I know that my hair is this texture my hair grew long like my hair grows fast and long like even with my locks now my hair is like touching my neck when I wear it down and it's crazy because it's just the way that I take care of my hair black people can grow long hair Natural. Yeah, and also we also didn't have the proper natural hair products growing up. Like we, this is a like right now is like unprecedented. Yeah, we got so many things that we can do, and then there's so many different people um, that are doing natural hairstyles, and just like even on YouTube, you can learn how to do your own hair. Yeah, I mean, even for myself, my hair it does grow, but I um, my hair is very sensitive. If I don't stay on top of my trims, it literally will grow long and be damaged. So I cut out my hair was way past my shoulders a couple months ago, and it really pained me to cut. And I, that's besides the point. But it's, I need people to, like you mentioned the internalized racism. Like black people can absolutely grow long hair. I saw this video of these two older white women touching this black girl's hair and saying, "Have you ever seen an African American with this much hair?" That is so ignorant. Like the that the people not only they but also our own people do not even value themselves to even find the beauty in their hair. It's not even believe that your hair can grow. Your hair can grow. Yeah, uh, it's really sick. It's really really sad. And it's when I see these different things where people don't even like even about these men who don't date black women. It's like when I see black people, I be thinking like that's a black king right there. That's a black queen right there. Like not I love me. my people, all the shades, all the everything. And it's really sad that people don't see that themselves. It's like. And how you know people didn't cut their hair? We really changed our hair more than anybody. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just such a stupid topic. And I bet you the people who post it are probably like 16 years old. And I'm always say that. They just yeah. it's really I'm too old. It's to weird. Have I check my friends some my friends sometimes too, because um they they kind of discriminate against black people who um speak proper. I used like to do speak proper things. English. It's, it's, it's a shame. And I'm like, I want everybody to talk talk hood because I was hood, and I I used to yeah. assume that people who talk proper was not didn't have the real black experience. That's really a shame. I don't feel that way anymore. Now I do get a little annoyed by that. I ain't like that. All right, but um, I, <laughs> some, I get of it, it. some of it does annoy me a little bit just because it sounds so like I don't know how to explain it. But I don't look at them as less black. I do think we have different experiences. But then also on the flip side, a lot of those people tend to feel like they had a like they're better because it's just really weird. It's it's a sick divide. Yeah. It really is. I no, that is very true. But I I have I'll be having to explain to them. I'm like, you gotta realize that everybody didn't grow up in the hood. Mm-hmm. Everybody's parents raised them different. Like some people were raised in suburbs and like nice areas. I mean, but you have to think about it. If you had the opportunity, or if your parents had the opportunity, they probably would have did the same thing. But everybody yeah, isn't awarded. Sure. And it's like and you to have be to honest, it's people who probably grew up in our hood, and that was a better option than where they were. Because Campton is a hood, but it's one of the nicer hoods, to be honest. Yeah, people for really sure. owning stuff out there. Yeah. And so I would I'd be having to check my friends sometimes because I'm like, don't say that. And it's like, oh, I just can't because even one of my friends, he's dating right now, and he his boyfriend is really infatuated with him. And he w- we were talking about it, and they like each other, but he says that he feels awkward sometimes because he feels as if the boy only the boy is like using him as a ghetto pet because oh the boy God. is really I've proper. I've definitely been in that situation before. One time a dude heard my accent, he was like, "Oh, I need your number, shot." And I I think it can be it's one thing to be attracted to someone's like people love New Orleans accent, or they might love a New York accent or a British accent. But like it's to don't get make it to the point where you are really looking past who I really am. And it's like I'm an accessory to you now because I have this. It's like um when white people ask their black friend to dance. It's like, what the freak? Yeah. I'm not like a, a circus act. So he felt he he felt like that. And I was like, you shouldn't think that way. He probably genuinely likes it. Like it's probably he needs to definitely that with him because I would feel that way. Yeah, he should. But he also just feels the type of way that he's proper because he feels like 
oh, he's from Connecticut and it's like he didn't grow up in a hood and he has this type of job and he hangs out with these type of people. And I'm like, that's not his fault. That he, You usually hang out with people who you have similarities with. Mm -hmm. So it wouldn't look right for him to be hanging out with people that's from Camerson Road and Bankhead and all these different places because what do y'all have in common? Now, not saying that's not possible that y'all can't be friends. However, it's just not common. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's it's like not common. So I'm like, you can't fault him from that. And you can't fight he can't fault you for hanging around who you hang around in the way that you talk because y'all were raised different. But he probably genuinely likes you. He probably thinks that he, he's probably very attracted to you. He probably feels as if he he has somebody that he can be himself around because his friends, since they are like here, you know, or to you know to our standards or to his standards, they're probably up here mentally. He can't talk about certain things with them that he can talk to about talk about with you and express himself and you won't judge him opposed to them. And I said, you have to kind well, of Well, I hope they're not forcing point. compatibility because it sounds like some, they just trying to stick it out type of thing. No, they like each other. He just was weird. He was like, he likes the boy. The boy treats him really nice. He's respectful. Um, you know what I'm saying? He, he doesn't, he's never really been treated that well before mm-hmm. so of you know it's it's different for him and he's he it's so sad that we have to like kind of fight our own trauma sometimes when dating because we because of our past dating situations so i think that's probably what it is but i mean i just be telling him i'm like you shouldn't think that I'm like but he definitely should have a conversation just to make sure yeah like, they need to address that i understand though I also want to bring up the um the the thing where these ghetto white people like Landon Romano and um whoa Vicky and whoa Vicky I got a feeling she probably really do talk like that which is really weird but whatever um but that Landon guy who always act like a ghetto black girl he be doing all that dropping and twisting he really grinds my gears and my issue is like all you know what I, you the only person I can relate to on that because every time I tell people that they be like I think he's funny and I'm like he's not funny at all it's li- he literally gets popular off pretending to be a ghetto black woman and he yeah. literally does not come from that. And he, I mean, I've seen his family. Your name is freaking Landon. But anyway, I the, my issue is white people that are that talk ghetto or on social media acting black. They have the same black accent. But you can literally go to the west side, the east side, the south side, and we all talk completely different. But it's like this one caricature of black that these people have adopted, and it's really <laughs> a shame. Exactly <laughs> huh? I said I know exactly what you mean. It's just really crazy. It's like, where do y'all get this persona from? And why do you think that you have to talk ghetto? And to be honest with you, I don't, I have, I had to remind myself that, I mean, I know I'm ghetto. That's fine. Amongst my people, I'm ghetto. I talk ghetto, whatever. But in reality, we country. We from the South. We talk like we from the South. Because if you go to Savannah, Macon, you meet these white people, they don't sound too different from us, except they really pronounce they R's. They really curve their words. They have a little twang. They just white and we just black. And and just like some of them, they cut off some of the letters and some of their words. We do the same thing. And we also have our own lingo. But I hate that people try to, like, that, that has become, like, a part of the cartoon, the cartoon character of what white people think black people are and it's wrong like you said all black people do not grow up in the hood that's a fact like we unless it's people all over the state of georgia all over and then the thing is in the south it's really tough because there's so many black people and we also were like the heart of the civil rights movement but you can go all across the country and you will see black people not living in the hood and even if they did so well we grew up in the hood now what what you gonna yeah. do it's just really i just hate it i just hate it all stuff like that is what makes me hate social media Cause it's like I just want. How can I make sure I never see this ever? Like especially Landon, I blocked them on everything, and the MF is still. The thing is, people out <laughs> of his comments and his in um in other comments, and I got to see his name. But he really annoys me. It's so it's so freaking annoying. It's so annoying. So annoying. I can't stand him. Yeah, I agree. Um, but even with that too, um, I have a lot of white family members. Some married in, some not. Um, but I do have. Uh, and a cousin who um, I've made jokes about them since I was kids with Alicia, April and Tyra, a- April and Sabrina. And so My April and Sabrina are from Alabama, but they from the hood. And they, and they grew up in like... Tyrone too, right? Tyrone is black. 
Oh my bad. Oh, that's one day. Okay, keep going. Yeah, that's that's um that's April's husband. Right. I knew that. I knew it one on. Okay, so um yeah, Tyrone is black, which is her husband, and then her daughter Sabrina is white too. She had Sabrina with a white man, so they're both fully white. But they are so ghetto. They so hood. But yeah. I, in my, I never thought nothing about it growing up because I knew that they grew up in the hood, like but around you black can people. Tell, you can still tell the ones who you can tell. Who, yeah, because like with, like you said, with Landon, you don't even give that. It, it's like you, you literally so extreme. Yeah, you literally still in Pretty V's personality. That's what it is. Oh God, I ain't a fan of her either. But um, but Jesus Christ. Uh, but I used to work with this white girl um when I worked at Macy's, and she definitely from the West Side. Definitely baby daddy, everybody like she definitely grew up on the West Side, off Bankhead, on Bankhead. She read Bankhead. But when you talk to her, you will never think why that girl, why that white girl acting black. It just. It is so, you can just, you just know she grew up around black folks. And I think that it's also possible to grow up around black folks and not adopt those accents, not talk like that. But she literally, she don't even have a hard ghetto accent. She just talk like she's from the South. It's just how it, it's just like, like you said, you can tell, you can tell the fake from the real. And then, you know, it's a shame that this even has to be a discussion, but it's just so annoying because there are black people come in so many different flavors, just like other, other, um, Ethnic, ethnic groups and things like they all look different they all talk it's like it's like no different from i don't want to say no different but people com- confusing asians amongst each other like chinese japanese korean etc cetera, etc cetera. but if you got to know them you will realize that they all look talk and act differently so the same needs to be applied to black people and it's and even when i think about um like in other countries, black people are in all all across the globe. They're black Irish. They're black Swedes. They're black. Every, they everywhere, and it's just a. It's just oh god. I blame colonialism. If it never happened, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. Just let us be with our people For sure. and leave us alone. Now it's y'all fault. Now we got to be up here having conversations about why y'all trying to act like us, but you don't value us. Make it make sense. TikTok released the list of top earning creators, and no black person was on that list. We made that out. I remember when black creators wanted to strike, it wasn't no dances being made, no nothing. Y'all was out there crying, hurt, hurt. And it's a shame. And I've seen so many black creators on there talking about how they will get offered hundreds of dollars for brand deals where a white counterpart would get five-figure, four-figure deals. And it's really sick to me because you know this creator's power and you know how much revenue they'll generate for you, but you literally want to pay them dollars. Like this black girl had an email from a hair vendor that said they prefer a straight-haired influencer for more diversity. What diversity? Oh my God. Anyway, let me get off my soapbox. But it's y'all fault. It ain't my fault because I don't you. be supporting those. The ones that want to be us but hate us so bad. Mm. And it's a shame that so many black people have adopted these ideals. Like the guy from that podcast, the Asian doll was on, who wants like calling dark skinned girls Shaquitas. That pissed me off so bad. I wanted to bring it up last week, but it actually really made me really upset because he literally is Sudanese. You are from Africa. They and then your co worker is. Dark, a dark skinned black man, yo mama black, yeah. And then to tell another dark skinned girl that she was different that's no different. From white people being like, You're not like the rest of them. No, I am black. And Shaquita, nobody chooses their name, so let's forget it. And people ain't even getting them kind of names no more, so you need to like, let that stereotype go. Like, it's just really sad. They see one type of people and then they associate that with everybody because it's so extreme to them, but they want to dance to the music, they want to dress like us, do the dance, they want to hang out, they want to drive through the hood when they come to Atlanta, they want to go to Cascade to go skating. But be doggone if they park their own car and don't hit the lock button 50 11 times because they really scared, but they want to be around for the aesthetic. Make it make yeah. sense. Yeah, I, I've noticed that a lot. Like being in Atlanta, I knew a lot of um, African men, like just through other people. And I had a few of them say stuff like that around me. And I just was confused. I'm like that, you know, that they would prefer light skin 
or because the media around the world portrays that same narrative so they come here thinking that we lazy and we don't want to do nothing and we don't want to work hard but we have completely different lifestyles over there they own all their stuff they have they know their ancestors they know their family lineage they come over here and they feel like we complain too much and there are people that complain too much but they are thinking about the same group of people they're not thinking about like the whole like they're not thinking about reality and it's really sad because that's the that's the picture that's being painted and how can you blame that they're being fed that information? They come over here thinking they better than us because they have been told that they are. When y'all are we all black? Get pulled over. Yeah. Let me know. Let me know how that go. Your dashiki is not gonna save me. That's no offense, but I'm just saying, don't come over here thinking. And just and I see it all the time people talk down on Americans. Don't get me wrong, I think that we are a very entitled country. I think that our leadership has get, given us that, but a lot of that entitlement don't even apply to black folks. So yeah. And I hate that we got to still be complaining about that, but it literally was indoctrined in our lifestyles. All right, I'm done for real. And another thing, I'm just saying. It's giving you need to be a history teacher. Listen, you know, I'll be, I don't have time to be arguing with folks, though. I'd rather argue to this microphone with no audience. And then y'all can argue to y'all iPhones. Say what you want to say, but keep on playground. Yeah. We live, black people literally made social media what it is always but most definitely right now we literally made what pop culture is we made we made the aesthetic for life on this whole goddamn globe it's really a shame that there are people who would still find ways to talk down and not give us the opportunity we deserve and you would think that we would be past it it's 2022 but literally everything was built against us it was everything's rooted in racism and i'm gonna always stand by that but for real this time i'm done I agree. I agree on that part. Everything is within racism. I, I can't do nothing. Nothing. I can't do anything. I feel weird out here uh, um, in California sometimes too because when I go out in public, um, since there's not many, the population of black people um, that's not on the south side because the south side is south side of LA is where black people reside. Um, so that's like Compton and Inglewood all those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That side. We be clubbing. So <laughs> when I go grocery shopping, when I go to IKEA, when I do all of the things, it says, I mean, well, I mean like North Hollywood, Burbank, Glendale, all those areas like that. I've like experienced like some weird looks from people and like just like I mean up like even today when I went to the grocery store, but they were all from black women. And I carry my cell phone bag every day. I, mm-hmm. I'll switch it out. You know, I carry my cell phone bag. I'll be like, okay, tell far. Are we in a game? Everybody always do that. They yeah. they be doing that. And so um, I'm in a store. Normally people do that. They'll be like, okay, tell far bag. Da, 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 you know, whatever. <laughs> this one lady, she was just staring at me. She was like, wow, never seen a man with the tell far. That's so Oh cool. my God. That was so passive. Tell far is literally a man. Tell far is literally a man. Oh my god. Same thing happened in the grocery store today, but I didn't have one on cell phone. I had on a little Adidas bag because I was just like, whatever, I just need my wallet chapstick <sighs> and whatever. And we're not trying yeah. to be being sub like conscious about that. Now I gotta be worried about somebody saying something on my tail phone bag made by a black man. And I'm a black man. I am tail phone. The lady was staring at me so hard that she was like um dropping her groceries. Girl, and pick your face up too while you're down there getting them gathering. I'm eggs. like, grandma, what is it? I got on the regular t-shirt, Adidas pants, and Yeezys. What is it, sis? Like, oh my god, the whole time she be tuning in every Monday for a drop trying to get a bag and I ain't got one yet. If you mad, then say that. Yeah. My um, but yeah, I, I normally like when I was visiting, I'm like, I haven't really seen anything that's racist out here, but I be seeing it. Oh, what's out there? Definitely. It's not, they I might be a little bit more oh, okay. Drivers be racist too, Racism but they is everywhere. I think I talked about it on um on here in the early episode when I first moved here and I was going out and the Uber driver was like um breaking his neck saying that he loves um he was breaking his neck. He was I'm so sorry, I love women. I just love women. I'm like, oh, okay. He was like, Yeah, I love women. He was Asian. He was like, I love Asian women, of course. But I love like almond color women. Like, uh, who did he use as a oh, reference? Brother. Holly Berry. Oh, he was like brother. like Holly Berry color. 
Mind you, he would see Holly Berry wouldn't even know if it was her. In my head, I'm like, why would he feel comfortable saying that to me? They get, let me tell you, so I told you about that time I was at the outlets and this white lady came up to me and said, out the blue, someone got mad at me because I got my son a book about Martin Luther King. I was like, what? Like, why would you come up to me and tell my, <laughs> now she wasn't even, I wasn't in her way. We wasn't even about to bump into each other. She walked across the sidewalk <laughs> and came to me and said that. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this information? Like, do I come here? Ass on the ground. Did I come to you talking about I got a McGraw Hill textbook about U.S. history? <laughs> no. Jesus. It's like y'all making me uncomfortable. Like, that's why I like my own people. Unfortunately, my oh. people put in these conditions where they have subpar access in stores. So now I got to go over here if I want to go to Trader Joe's or a, a, a discount kind of store. It's just, boy, have mercy. <sighs> I hate it here. I Malcolm, love it here. X. <laughs> like, it's just so annoying it's like yesterday to... too huh my uber driver was racist yesterday too because um in my building a lot of black people live here mm-hmm. and i love that like I, I i i love my building but um it's a lot of black people that live here and so two guys were walking out and they just were walking to starbucks or whatever but they were dressed like they had on like I guess traditional urban clothes that black men wear. One of them had dreads. Oh no! So, they have a hoodie that we all. No hoodie. They ain't got nothing. Keep in mind, they had on like tight clothes, kind of not tight clothes, but you could see like if they were to have something in their pocket, you could basically see it. Yeah, and it, so, listen, you can hurt somebody without something in your pocket. But anyway, so I told him I was like, "Hey, that's my apartments on the left." right here with the, with the glass building in the front. So I was telling him to go to the left side. He went to the right. So I said, whatever, I'll just go across the street. So when he pulled over to the right, he immediately popped the trunk and the and the people, the, the guys were walking behind the car and they looked at the car like real quick like that because they probably was just stunned that he yeah, just opened the, the trunk so fast. My bar like that. So he hopped out the car um, as I was getting my bags. Like he hopped out the car too and he was like, he was like, yo, you need to be careful. It's real dangerous out here in LA. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I just got out of a very dangerous Uber drive. Thank you so much for the warning. He was like, yes, we're dangerous. He was like, did you see those guys? And I looked at oh him my like- God. Oh my God, that would have pissed me off. And that I said, what off. about him? And I said, what about him? When I opened the trunk, they looked down and under it trying to see what was in there. And I felt oh like my, they were trying to see And that's what be happening. They really convinced themselves that we are the... Ain't that sick? It's, I got so many California stories, man, from stuff that people have said to me. People refusing to talk to me. And this was in the Bay Area. And, and, and not that that should make any difference, but, you know, working for, like, literally the number one company in the world didn't make me exempt from that kind of treatment. Like, it's really, really, really sad. That's... It was not looking under your trunk. Oh, that baby, it was not looking under there. I said, I just grabbed my bags and said, it's okay. like, sir, I literally just got out of prison for killing the whole family. So you be careful. And I would have walked. <laughs> One star. Jesus. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Anyways, All right. Star. Let's wrap this episode up. Because this stuff like this really pisses me off. And I hate that we, um, like, I even hate the things that, that I desire requires me to mesh myself amongst these people who may not like me or probably don't like me even i'm gonna tell you something that happened in my neighborhood recently that i'm just like i'm about to move into a bubble but all right y'all it's been another episode of od podcast holla at your girl holla at your world and your swirl pool and your pearl and your curl all right bye bye